Welcome to Tree Talking Time, where we talk all things tree dogs. From the smallest fights to the largest hounds, drink squirrels to bears and everything in between. And from time to time, we might even run a little fast game. Welcome back to another episode of Tree Talking Time. As always, I'm your host, Ben Sheets. I just wanted to start this episode off by saying thank you for all of you that have supported me. I appreciate the ratings, reviews, shares, and especially the people that have supported me monetarily. Whether that's the small group of patrons or the people that have purchased the Tree Talking Time shirts from dusupply.com. It really helps. While I enjoy creating this podcast for all of you, I also do it for myself. This is one of those episodes that's more for me, but I'm happy to share it with all of you. As long-time listeners are aware, I wasn't raised hunting, but as you will hear in this episode, this is where the foundation was laid. Before we dive in, I do have one little disclaimer. My guest, Charlie, is on oxygen, and at first the noise is distracting, but I promise if you give it a few minutes, you almost stop noticing it. You guys played a big part in the reason I'm started hunting why i started doing this and like i said how you guys got me involved but then i, I want to hear some of your stories and how you guys got involved in hunting well yeah the only the only dog hunting i ever did was rabbit hunting okay and we've had some whirly bird days <laughs> rabbit hunting i mean we've hunted where you jump a rabbit up and he roll over and jump another rabbit up nice and uh we had dogs, and uh, we had a lot of fun uh, just down here on the corner in Maryland We on the Rock Church Road. Okay. We hunted back in there, and uh, we killed like 24 rabbits back in there and two, two Saturdays. Nice. Three of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was all legal. And uh, we had dogs. One dog went all the way over in Fair Hill and had to walk over and get it. <laughs> How'd you that find was- out that it went over there? Well, he didn't come back. Okay. Then uh, another time I was up there to the quarry hunting and uh, had the dogs and uh, run a rabbit and called the dogs back and the dog didn't come back and I finally got up there and the guy had him loaded up in the back of his pickup. Uh-oh. He jumped out to come back <laughs> to me then. But, uh, yeah, mostly all of our hunting has been with rabbit huntings. Okay. How old were you when you got started rabbit hunting? Probably when I, probably right after I got married. Okay. Know, because uh, I was in the army at a high school. Uh, I used to work for a guy when I was 14, 15 on a farm. He bought me his first shotgun, but, you know, really that was it. Didn't do no rabbit hunting. Mm-hmm. Then I ever started rabbit hunting after I got out of the army. I would have honestly assumed that you just were raised hunting. Well, my father rabbit hunted. He always had dogs, but he died when I was 13. Okay. So that's the end of that. Yeah. Uh, one of your favorites is rabbit salad. I know you love <laughs> rabbit salad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we always had rabbit salad for Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. And Daddy and, and his friends... Went rabbit hunting Thanksgiving morning. And we did that for years. Mm-hmm. We did that even after I grew up and was married when we rabbit hunted Thanksgiving morning. Yeah. Because that was always a big thing. Yep. And uh, I guess uh, uh, bird hunting. 
Mm-hmm. How'd, you in, how'd you get into bird hunting then? Well, there's a there's a case where uh, there's a place down in Lower Maryland, down there right off 50. It's called Native Shore Hunting Preserve, and it's a large place. And and uh, we used to go down there and shoot pheasants and quail, and you could go down there and shoot 100 quail. Oh wow! You have four of you. Mm-hmm. And you'd shoot like 65 in the morning, and then you'd go in and eat and go back out and shoot another 35 or 40. Jeez. But uh, sometimes you did good. Sometimes we killed 95 mm-hmm. on a hunting trip. And they had dogs, and then I finally ended up, boy, had a had a dog, had a couple dogs, or had dogs, and uh, I bought a lady. I think I paid $50 for her. Okay. So she was your only bird dog then? Yeah, yeah. She was the only one I had, and I raised her from a puppy, and then I raised pheasants. I had pheasants down back in the chicken coop, Yep. and she started getting birdie when she'd get around them, and she turned out to be a good bird dog. Mm-hmm. I'd take pheasants out, turn them loose, and hunt her with them, and uh, her brother, Max, but that uh, pretty much hit it with, pheasant, with dogs. Okay. With well, dogs, yeah. Well, I don't, why don't you introduce yourself? Okay, I'm Charlie Thorpe, and uh, and then we have Charlie's wife, Anne. I'm Anne Thorpe. Yep. So, for all the people listening, Charlie and Anne are the ones that got me interested in hunting when I was like eight years old. My th- parents don't hunt. My grandfather had quit hunting years before I was born, and so as an eight-year-old boy, with some neighbors that ha- their house is loaded with mounts and hunt, then got dogs in the backyard i was just enamored with all of it used to come over here and watch all the hunting shows because they had cable which was a big thing back then because <laughs> you had lady and you had a litter of puppies out of lady when i when, like they were they weren't even six weeks old when we moved in yeah. you yeah. moved in yeah okay so i ended up selling them um without any shots or anything <laughs> i advertised them in that gap paper okay I sold them a hundred bucks a piece, and they didn't last a week, and they were going four of them. So what she ended up with? I only rem- I remember three. I don't remember a fourth. Well, she had she had four. Okay. And and the one animal liked was called lemon drops. Yep. And named her lemon drops yep. or something like that. There was lemon, um, lightning, and then there was princess. And like I said, those are only three that I remember. Lemon and lightning were both lemon, and then oh. princess was black. I, uh, black and white. Well, you don't remember one because I'll tell you why. The boy that I got the dog from, he got first choice. Oh, okay. When he when I took her down and got her bread. Mm-hmm. And he got first choice of the litter. Yeah. And I think that puppy was brownish white, brown and white. That's some brown and white, and he took it. Okay, so it looked like Lady then? So, so therefore what you see yeah Yeah. because i remember the male pup he was we used we called him lazy at first then we ended up calling him lightning (laughs) like you know well the one as an eight-year-old name seven-year-old naming dogs you know whatever they do that day (laughs) one day he was lazy and the next day he's running around so he got changed uh, to lightning that one that was lemon drop that we really liked because she acted birdie when she got down in there Mm mm-hmm 
And uh, an elderly couple bought her. And made her into a house dog. And they're going to make her a house dog and ride with them. <laughs> I don't think an English pointer would be my first choice for a house dog. They're, they're wired a little tight, especially from hunting stock. Yep. Well, she she was I, I I had some really good pictures of her hunting. Mm -hmm. I've seen her down on her front knees in briars going after a bird. Yeah. Yeah. That's how she hunted. And uh, she never was particular about going, but when we got ready to leave to come home, she was ready. Okay. She was wore out and ready. <laughs> What's funny is, you know, you had dogs when I moved in, but you got rid of them not long after, and I never hunted with dogs with you, but just being obsessed with dogs, you know, that's kind of where, but like I said, this is where the hunting bug definitely bit me. Well, you used to go up the back path and visit yep. Larry Mahaffey up here on the corner. Yep. Because he had beagles. Whew, he had a bunch of eagles yeah. all the time. And then at different points he had some walkers. And then I remember one time he had a real nice blue tick jip. And then he had a, he actually had a leopard cur male at one point. It was first leopard cur I ever saw, and here I am now. I've got leopards, and uh, then he, the first time I ever hunted with a, with a tree dog, well, with a dog in general, but a tree dog was when it, was, he had a little feist when I was in high school. Between you and Larry. <laughs> yeah, well, we went to uh, wild boar hunting, Carano, Tennessee. There was, I think, 30 of us. Oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> We took a bus from, from Greenwood, Delaware. Took a bus. Cost a hundred dollars to take the bus. And the bus was rented to us. Yeah. And uh we went down there and we left on a Saturday and got down there Sunday morning, something like that. It was straight straight to two yep. bus drivers. Okay. And uh we went out hunting boars. They hunted. They hunted goats. Mm -hmm. They had two or three shades of goats. Yeah. They had three uh, sheep, and then they had a wild boars. They had the red ones. Yep. And the black ones. Yeah, because yours is black, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And uh, they hunted them with dogs. Yep. And uh, you could you could uh, go out and hunt, and uh, if they got a boar up that you liked, you shot it. If you didn't, you just say, I don't want that one. I don't like the looks of it. <laughs> <clears throat> and you didn't have to shoot it. But uh, that was a three-day trip. <clears throat> okay. And uh, <clears throat> the more animals you killed, the cheaper they were. <laughs> there you go. Like, uh, I think it was $300. Yeah. So if you want to shoot a goat or a ram, it was 275 Mm-hmm. Or vice versa. Yeah. For your third one, it was two fifty. <laughs> so they had to rent a U-Haul to bring the animals home. I would say with thirty, if you're going down there, <laughs> that's how many. That's how many animals was killed. That's but you crazy. get up in the mountains with them dogs, you know, and they they run them hogs all around up there. Yep. I got some friends down there that run hogs, bear, coon hunt. I I don't envy the. The hunting up there that's for sure straight up and straight down <laughs> well yeah that's it and uh it, it i got pictures of that too down in there yeah 
and uh, pictures of the dogs all lined up. Do you remember what kind of dogs they were running? No, I don't remember that. But that was, that was only like a three-day hunt, mm-hmm. and it ended up only costed $400. There you go. Yeah. Killed your boar. And well, like I said, boss. I only killed one. Mm-hmm. I killed a boar. Yep. And it, the trip only cost me $400. Yeah. And that was included your meals and boar, you know. That's not bad at all, then. No, no. And that was in Caranoa, Tennessee. It costs you a lot more than that today. Probably so. Probably <laughs> That's for so. sure. Anne's finding us some pictures. Give it to me. I know what I'm looking for. <laughs> you really can't make out these dogs, but take it over there and hold it. And you see how they're lined up down through there? Yeah. Now turn over a page or two and just get a glimpse of what we did. They killed goats and t- pigs and uh, rams. Mm-hmm. That dog looks... Yeah. A little cur dog, maybe a little, little bulldog blood in him. That doll sheep, the guy paid uh, $1,500 to shoot it. Jeez. Yeah, that white one. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's a doll sheep, yeah. Imagine what that would be today. Yeah. You guys put a hurting on some goats and sheep down there, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Then turn to the next page. And your bear uh, hunt? I, yeah, I think you see you see bear. We killed like 12 the first day. Jeez. Now, you, you just you hunted over bait, right? Yeah. How many bear have you killed? Uh, two. Three. Three. Two. What do you get, two? Two. Okay. Yeah. He killed two, I killed one. You know what's funny? You taught me of an interesting fact about bears and raccoons that most of my listeners know about, a certain bone that they have that most animals don't. Yep. I shared that when I was in high school. You know, you're learning in high school biology class, and they're like, what do, and you're trying to find things that are, you know, what's different or what's similar between these animals, and the example was a raccoon, a bear, and a possum. Well, the right answer was an opossum is a marsupial. Well, I, I made sure I shared the fact that Raccoons and bears both have a bone where most other animals don't. I got a lot of weird looks that day. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, they have when you when you bear hunt, usually they'll they'll. I don't know how many in your crowd that you bear hunt with, but you go five dollars for the biggest one. <laughs> and I'm not saying biggest bear. Yeah. And and, and what they, they call measure. that a hillbilly toothpick. Yep. Yeah, and and. and <laughs> John, uh, the one guy there killed one bear, weighed 535 pounds, something wow. like that. But it was only four inches. <laughs> and that's what he moaned and groaned about all the time. That's funny. Yeah, but, uh, and, and a lot of them drill a hole and hang them from the mirror in their trucks. Yeah. I don't know what ever happened to mine. I, that boar I killed, I, I did bring it home and... Uh, I don't remember what I did with it. Well, the thing it was now, all three of ours were females. Okay. All three we killed were females. Gotcha. So, but you can see them there. Quite a few bears hanging that up there. I think there's like 12. Okay. Was killed the first day. Well, it says 10 in that picture right okay. there. Okay, okay. Maybe that's right. But that was, that was uh, I don't know, 93, 92? Uh, I think it said 92 in the beginning. Yeah. 92. 
September of 92. That's been 30 yeah, years ago. I, when did I, I went with what was 93 when I went, when I got mine, I think a year later. They told me, shoot shoot it in the head. 93 or 94, yeah. yeah. Best kill is to shoot it in the head. Well, as hound, like a lot of hound guys, that's that's where we all shoot. I think I went up to Maine. I think I went up there five times. Wow. I think I went five times. Okay. And uh <clears throat> time she went, she killed her bear the first day. <laughs> and then I was in the in the stand and I had a a bear come in behind me mm-hmm. in the water. And he just, you could hear him back there splashing and growling and carrying on. Never did come in sight. Okay. Never did come in sight. Yeah. But you, I knew he was back there. Yep. I guess he knew I was there, too. Yep. More than likely. Now, I've, I've talked to quite a few outfitters, and they, and they say the big, the big bears, they know the game. They, they, they know. They don't get big by being dumb. Well, the first one I killed was a small bear. It only weighed 125 pounds or something like that. Mm-hmm. I killed that one in 1996, and it was 226 pounds. Okay. And it's a full-size mount. Well, then mine was 216. Okay. And that deer was dressed 216. I remember you telling me that as a kid. Yeah. Was that a 10-point? 10-point. That's what I thought. I always wanted you to take me coon hunting, though, because you had dogs, and then right around when I lived here is when I watched Where the Red Fern Grows, and I always tried to convince you that we needed to be coon hunters. Could never convince you. No, I coon hunted <laughs> when I was a young boy, and I got my fill of it when I was a young kid. What? How could you get your fill of coon hunting? Uh, very simple. <laughs> when you're 13, maybe. Okay. 12, 13, 14, mm-hmm. and you more or less have to go. And, you know, a kid don't dress for the weather. <laughs> So you get out there in the woods, you get cold, you get your feet wet. Yeah. And you get cold besides that. And you didn't want to go anyway. Yeah. So, but, yeah, the old guy that I used to go with was, he lived right down the street from us, and he had his coon dogs. Then he'd drop them dogs off at a certain place. Mm -hmm. And then his wife would go on around to her relative, and then we'd go through the woods. Yeah. Your way through. And if the dogs got went off on a deer or something, he'd just throw his coat down and leave his coat lay there where he dumped them out. Yep. And the more they'd be there. The funny thing is, is a lot of that homing instinct and coming back, you don't really see that anymore because anymore we don't leave dogs out because we've got GPS trackers on them. So we go when... You know, the dog gets out of pocket, runs trash or whatever. You go find it. You bring it home. Well, you know, there wasn't no GPS trackers in. <laughs> well, I realize that. I'm just saying now. But I did that with my, with my beagles. Mm-hmm. Leave my coat or something there. Yeah. I remember you telling me that as a kid. And and uh, go back and, and you'd see them. Um, but Ann was a coon hunter. Yeah, I coon hunted. That was an experience. What kind of dogs um, did you run? We had blue ticks. What do you remember about your blue ticks? We raised them at the time. We raised raised them. Um, I can't even remember their names now. It's been so long ago. I, I don't know whether I have any pictures of them around or not. 
But uh, yeah, I got into the coon hunting and, and I enjoyed it. We uh, we ended up had an old guy from Newark, Delaware, Omar Bolden, had a mule. Okay. And he got us interested in riding at night with the mule. Um, so we ended up getting mules of our own, um, riding out in the woods. They're pretty sure-footed. Yep. Yeah, got to watch them, though, sometimes. <laughs> I, I had one roll with me one time. Oh, geez. Yeah, we got into some sand pits down in Maryland, and then uh, I was on one. His name was Short Stuff. <laughs> And he decided he wanted to roll with me, the saddle, and everything on. Oh, geez. Uh, the thing I remember about the mules was you had to have um, the, the harness, a, a lot more harness on them than you would a horse. You okay. The harness that goes around the front, and I'm not, I don't know what the names of that, all that stuff is, but run around the front and around the rear end of them. Because uh, their back is more straight, whereas a horse's sway, okay. a mule's back is more straight. You had some. You used to have pictures because I remember seeing pictures of mules and some blue ticks. Yeah, I've got blue tick pictures and mule pictures. Um, I had my own mule. His name was uh, Sparkplug. (laughs) (laughs) He was he was a little feisty every now and then. He was a little bigger than short stuff, so. But I got used to him. I enjoyed riding. Yep. It's a lot of fun to hunt rabbits, though. Mm -hmm. I mean. uh, Coon hunting is all right, but it takes a special person to coon hunt. <laughs> I mean, uh, you got to wait for them to treat the coon. Yep. I like to rabbit hunt. I always did love to rabbit hunt. Yeah. I mean, it, you can sit there and hear them dogs running, and sooner or later, the rabbit's going to turn around and come back. Mm-hmm. He's going to come back. You're, you're Stand still. Yep. And here's a picture of Dock and Rivers, the two beagles you had when I moved in. Yeah, they're, they're, they're cages there, too. Maybe in the next page, one of them pages there, it's got their beagle. Like I said, that one beagle pen's still sitting on parents after I unmade it a rabbit pen. Yeah. <laughs> we killed a mess of deer right there, too. Yes, you did. Well, and killed four one day. Maryland's got some, killed quite a few in Maryland. That's it. That's yeah, what we yeah, always hunt in Maryland. Laws are yeah. different. And, uh, I like here. <laughs> she, uh, she killed four one day with five shots. And I told Jeez. her she was wasting bullets. <laughs> <laughs> she shot a many 30, 7.62 by 39. Okay. Beautiful gun for her. Mm-hmm. And that's what she killed a bear with. So how did you get started hunting, Ann? I had three brothers, and when my dad taught the boys how to shoot, I wanted to learn how to shoot. My oldest brother did hunt. I don't remember him ever killing anything. Um, I turned out to be the hunter. <laughs> I, you know, I, I used to go pheasant hunting and rabbit hunting and deer hunting. Deer was my favorite. Okay. I really enjoyed that. Coon hunting. That was an experience, <laughs> especially riding the mules at night. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that. It's been a long time ago. It's kind of hard to remember. You know, we, we got some age on us now. <laughs> <laughs> this is an impressive little photo album of all the all your hunting trips through the years. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't remember ever seeing this. Well, there's one picture there now. 
I think it uh, might be is that guy holding a rabbit up. Yep, it's you. Uh, That's you holding a rabbit that up. That was a uh, a tame rabbit. Yep, the mastiff Run, rabbit. Running with the wild rabbits. Yeah, and that, that was down there back of, uh, on Child, you know, where you go down 213 where the circle is, and mm-hmm. then you got the next road is Child's Road, I think. Okay. And you got the uh, Catholic school up there. Okay. We hunted behind there. Mm-hmm. That's where That's that where rabbit was. was running in the wild. Nice. He was a big rabbit. Yeah, he His was. ears was all tore up. That that buck Eric killed back right there behind uh, the cemetery. That's a circle where the okay. cemetery is. Mm-hmm. Catholic cemetery. Yeah. Right there is where I killed that buck back in there. Nice. Then Hattie's, Hattie's antlers stolen. Jeez. Yeah, those, those were the good days. You certainly had a lot of fun those days, Benjamin. You certainly done a lot of hunting, that's for sure. Yeah, we, we, yeah. Just sitting here in your house, like so. For people that are listening obviously can't see this, but your uh, your coffee table has four ducks. Four ducks in it. Your end table has two chuckers. You got two bears here in your living room. You got a ten point buck. You've got old squalls, wood ducks, um, teal, teal, black duck, and old squall or. Uh, Schooners. Okay. There's white wing. There's three of them. I got all three of them mounted. There's three of them right here somewhere. I think there's a couple in my room. Okay. But yeah. Uh, you got a fox Black over duck's there. the only one I ever, ever killed. Black duck. Okay. Only one black duck I ever killed. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you got a snow, snow goose mounted. I'm about to say, the snow goose used to sit out here by the TV. I got pheasants downstairs. I got mallards downstairs. Yep. And, you know, they're all got a wild, got the boar downstairs. Got, Your got other a bear. Bear head downstairs. Squirrel. Got a squirrel mounted down there. <laughs> so, got as a kid. mounted in my room. Like I said, as a kid, this is what, uh, what really, the taxidermy in this house was like my own little personal Cabela's over here. Like, I used to love coming over here, <laughs> just seeing it all. Grosses some people out, but we like it. Oh, I love it. That's a Hungarian partridge there. Okay. They are good eat. You got a you got a woodcock too, don't you? Yep, he's hanging in the in my room. Okay, he's in there, and uh, I had a crab, got a crab mounted. Like I said, I, that's that's probably the taxidermy is one of the things that I loved as a kid, and used to, and I remember going to your taxidermist's house a couple times. Yep, his yep. house was amazing. I loved it. Yeah, he 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 had a, he had a couple pretty deer. He had a had a, a pie ball mounted. Was really pretty deer. I don't remember a pie ball. Yeah, he had a pair of pie ball mounted. Okay, that's pretty. And cool. he also had a cat mounted. He killed in Idaho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out there. And uh, but yeah, he uh, we done a lot of hunting. Yeah, that uh, days are going for me. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. But you've been left with a lot of good memories and you know a, a lifetime of stories. Oh yeah. And, oh, a, yeah. and a wife that put up with it all. <laughs> Joined him in it. Yeah. I took A and goose hunting one day, and it was rained all day, and never shot the guns. Never seen I, We never goose. saw a goose. <laughs> never saw a goose. <laughs> never saw a goose. Yeah. What's the last deer you killed? Huh? What was the last deer that you killed? Does, I think. Okay. I killed uh, two one night down at Don's, down at Crompton. 
Killed two and crippled one. And it went to Don. He killed it. Okay. But, yeah, that, uh, no, no, I killed a doe by herself the last year I killed down there. Remember? I killed it out of Don's stand. Yeah. And she was down there that night. I was by myself, but she was taking pictures. Nice. Didn't like him going down there by himself, so I went with oh, him yeah. and took the pictures. There you go. And she, uh, what, I have cell phones, didn't we? I called you and told you yeah. to bring truck. Yeah. Eugene. Yeah. But that I killed a, killed a doe that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now they got so you can't transport them from yeah. Maryland to Pennsylvania. Yep. So. Good old CWD. Yep. So. And I, I, I hit a buck on, uh, on the road two years ago. I took it home. Well, I live right there on the line, and uh, it was a like I said, it was a buck. So the game commission comes out. You got to pay to pay. They either you either give them the the head or you got to pay to keep ten dollars a point to keep it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first thing he said to me, he gets out of his car. He goes, "We got a problem." I said, "What's that?" He goes, "You brought a Pennsylvania deer into Maryland." I said, "I'm not in Maryland." He goes, "My GPS when I turned on this road said welcome to Maryland." I said, "If you would have went straight, you would have went into Maryland." I said, "You're in Pennsylvania." He goes, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "I think I know where I live, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> like I pay taxes. <laughs> I think I know." Yeah, yeah. I had to show him my my license, and once he looked at my license, he's like, "Oh, okay." Like across the, the street, that's Maryland. I said, "But, but not this side of the road." Well. You remember the old guy lived across the road here? Yeah, John. Yeah, John. He had an eight-point book one night. And that's what they told him. If he wanted it, it cost him $80. Yep. Otherwise, they were going to take it. Yep. But we used to have some good time, good time rabbit on. I mean, you can have a lot of fun rabbit on. I was just talking to a guy the other day and uh, about he grew up rabbit hunting, and now he, he lives out in South Dakota and runs... Uh, he's been running some lines this year, and uh, he's like, you know what? He goes, I think rabbit hunting is one of the most fun you can have from a standpoint of, like, you know, no personal attachment. He goes, you know, I enjoy running lines, but he's like, it's my dogs. You know, I'm seeing my dogs progress. He's like, with no personal attachment to the dogs, like, you can just take anybody. And he goes, because it's just a lot of action. He goes, you got to – it sounds good. And he's like – You know, and, and, and the thicker the stuff you will get in. The briars, the thicker the briars you get in, the better your dogs will be. Yeah. Because they'll be in there with you. Yep. And that's where the rabbits are. They ain't sitting out there in the field. Nope. So, but yeah, that you have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun running the dogs. Got any more stories? No, I guess not. Not right off hand. All righty. Well, like I said, thank you for sitting down with me tonight good catching up with you guys definitely need to stop in a little more definitely you can find me on facebook and instagram at tree talking media and until next time keep them talking in the timber <laughs>